You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I am joined as always by Paul Stewart. How's it going, Paul? Let's go. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Playoffs are among us and I want to give Brady that retirement nail in the coffin victory <laughs> against Tampa Bay and make Cameron finally retire. So, yes, retire Tom Brady. Yes, I w- Hey, you know what? If we can be the ones to make them do it, I think we'll be heroes at the end of the day. Um, I want to talk to you about something. So there's, do you just feel like there's weird vibes around this game and like us going into the playoffs this year? Yeah. Um, I would have described it. I think it is really just down to the, the boogeyman that is Tom Brady when he's in the playoffs, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like, you know, just like reflecting on last year um, going into playing the 49ers and stuff at home and just the excitement level that was around it. Um, And everyone was just talking about it. Everyone was buzzing. The whole city of Dallas was like, you saw cowboy stuff everywhere you looked. Um, And it's not like that right now. (laughs) Yeah. It's so weird. Like, like when you really look in retrospective, like we're 12 and five, we're in the playoffs yeah, we did. Well, obviously, we didn't get the NFC East title, but when you look in that in terms of statistical wise, it's a really good season we've had. But mm-hmm. I can understand why fans may be feeling a wee bit um, second guessing. Well, not second guessing, but having a wee bit of doubt in their mind because we have been very inconsistent. Where games that we should have won, we lost, and games that we should have lost, we have actually dominated. So it's just kind of it's very fifth. It's, Goes one three sixty. It's been yeah. a very very three sixty for us this year, and just to try and get that level of consistency, like two or three games in a row, that's been very hard to prove prove for us as uh, for the Cowboys right now. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I blame anybody. You know, like especially last year, I think you know leading up to that playoff game, they were you know pretty dominant. Um, it was like they what scored fifty six points in that last game. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously this year it was like a really awful gross game, um, that we got to witness against the commanders. Um, and there's really nothing to like get excited about after watching that. So I wonder if it's like just deflated expectations from that, or maybe they started to deflate earlier. Um, it's just, it's kind of a weird vibe and I don't blame anyone because let's be honest, it's been a long time since, uh, we've made moves in the playoffs. And I yeah. think that, what Mike, did you see the tweet that um, John Mishota shared this? And I'm sure other people did too, but I always check John Mishota's Twitter feed. 
But Big um, show to John. Big show Mike to John. McCarthy was uh, showing them pictures of um, the only 10 players to be alive the last time they won a road playoff game. And there's only 10 of them that are on uh, the That's not good. I know. <laughs> I was like, one, that really has nothing to do with anything. I think it's just like drilling in the point, like, you know. It's, it's been a long time. Right. And because, like, obviously they don't have, these players don't have anything to do with why it's taken 20 some years for this to happen. They're here now. So that's what they're focused on. But it's just, it's really interesting to put that into perspective for them. I think that um, I, I want to know what their thoughts were after that. Um, but it was crazy to hear. Well, put it this way: I was nine years old the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. That's <laughs> I was just like, oh man. But yeah. yeah, it's 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 just so long overdue. We need that little bit of success going forward. And when it comes to this game, like we kind of mentioned, like like Brady being a boogie man and stuff. Like that, I just kind of feel like if we kind of just like. You kind of mentioned like the last year with San Francisco there, like the Eros game before that, we absolutely dominated and going into that playoff game, we had that high expectation to actually beat San Francisco. Whereas this year, I don't know if it's we purposely lost the way we did just to kind of, I, I don't know what sounds pure daft to say that. <laughs> but, I heard that so much this week, but keep going. Like It's like, did we purposely lose the commanders to make other teams kind of relax a little bit and therefore just hit them with the actual one-two combination? Like out of nowhere, like so, I I may be uh, absolutely spitting absolute nonsense right now, but I've seen so many conspiracies right there, right, and especially in the Twitter world right now, you just kind of have to kind of sit there and watch like, ah, okay, well, I just don't know what to make about going into this game on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. I'm not gonna say you're absolutely bonkers for like even thinking about that for a minute. Because, yeah. like, if we're being real, like, who's the weirdo that, like, um, what was it, a scrimmage at the beginning of his first year, which was, what, three years ago? I'm talking about Mike McCarthy. Um, and he, like, didn't let the cameras look at the field when it was being televised. Like, <laughs> he's a weirdo. So, like, is it possible? Sure. Do I think that's what happened? No. 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 <laughs> I also don't find that as the case, but I'm just like, just some of the stuff that you'd be hearing on the Twitter world and stuff like that, about all these different scenarios, you're just kind of wondering, like, what is life? <laughs> Look, I'm delusional, but I'm not that delusional. <laughs> I know. I like to, I like to try and keep a level head as much as I can, but when you, you hear stuff, when you hear stuff like that, you're just like, ah, nah, man. Like, okay, game's a bogey, up yeah. the road, just call yourself, call it a night, and get off Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's kind of one of those things where we've we've been saying this all season. It, it just feels like a lot of times that these guys are more focused on something that's ahead of them than what's in front of them. Um, and so that that is more likely to me what I think was the case last week. They just like didn't care and like were just worried about the next week. Yeah, and they did play just... like absolute shite though. So <laughs> Oh my goodness, Meg! You you cursed. I did curse, but I did it in a accent or in a British. 
You try to. If you say that around, <laughs> I know. If you say shite around uh, Dallas, it doesn't hold the same weight as without the E on the end. Oh, it's the way we see it, though, but I won't repeat <laughs> I it because it sounds very aggressive. And I'm, I know. So I'm, I'm sorry if there are any um, UK children that heard that. <laughs> I was trying to censor for the Americans. I didn't even think about that. Um, <laughs> oh, where are we going with this? I have no idea. I don't know. Um, I was just saying that they did play really bad last week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we were going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no ignoring but, that part. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that we lost up to a first string quarterback as well. Like to be fair, like yeah, actually, how actually did all right? Like, he actually kind of played to our biggest weakness, which was run. Uh, stopping the run play option so he did well in terms of that but defensively we were just like just not came again to second gear and offensively that was just an absolute disaster just like like the only good play was that actual touchdown and that was it like I can't like it even got to the point where I just completely switched off and just was not interested in watching the rest of the game it was that bad I mean I'll be completely honest with you I didn't watch it because I'll tell you why. So I went to the um, FCS national championship game, which is held in Frisco um, with my uh, family. They are South Dakota state fans. That was their first time winning the national championship. Um, by the time that game was over and by the time I got home, it, it, I, it was already over. <laughs> oh man. Over, over. But it was like, it's pretty clear they were not going to win that game. So I was like, I'm not looking at this. I refuse. Yeah. The the one thing I do have a problem with in that game is like, we knew that the Eagles were steamrolling the Giants. Then yeah. why why did we continue to put Dak in? Why did we continue to play the majority of our starters in that I game? I don't think there's anything Mike could say that would convince me that was a good idea. It's not. I, I think that was just, I find that was really foolish from McCarthy and even from the actual uh, positional coaches as well for not stepping in and say, okay, like let's try and reserve these guys for a tough game against like the Tampa Bay where we really yeah, do need tough. to really step up. Yeah, they could. I think like we all agree they just seem lethargic right now. Um, so them getting rest last week would have been great. Yeah, and that's one thing that I've been mentioning in the past couple of weeks. Especially when it comes to Michael Parsons, he's yeah. like you can tell that he has been burned down to the ground in terms of he's just been utilized way too much right now. And I think maybe just having that week off would have been so much more beneficial going into this game. And also to kind of rest that hand up, the club hand that he's been wrapping up as well. So, I mean, maybe I'm acting a wee bit too much conservative in a way, but I'm all I'm always thinking about player safety and making sure that you're getting the best out of your players. So. Um, if your players like, like, see for example, like, like the Parsons, like you're only getting maybe like fifty percent best out of them with that hand and stuff like, that. yeah, you can still make some plays, but you're not getting this full potential out there. And that if he's absolutely been nearly put in every single play, then obviously tiredness is going to be a big massive factor there. So, and also I'm always up for like giving other guys like your second stringers, give them some reps as well because you may never know if your starter comes down then. You don't want your uh, your uh, your second strength to be going there hot and cold. No, not at all. And like, I think there's something to be said too about like the way the O line performed um, mm, in yeah. that game. Just and you know, I'm I'm hoping that um, a lot of that is rectified by you know the return of Tyler Biotic, kind of getting everyone back in their 
rightful spots, quote unquote, because I mean, Tyron's still going to be where Tyron is, but, um, you know, when you have, when you have the center is going to be super important, obviously Tyler's very important and we're really glad to have him back. And especially when you're going up against a guy like Vita Vea, like down center, that's just going to be like, it's a big deal to have him. And I hope I think, He's been a, been a full participant this week. So, I mean, I'm not going to question them on that. But, you know, with a high ankle sprain, you just kind of hope that he really is as okay as he can be with this game on the line. Yeah, that, that's probably one of my deepest concerns is, is Vita Vea, especially in, in the run defense um, for the dump, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, our run game is pretty much going to be dictated, like, going through the A gaps and B gaps. So, be very interesting to see what happens with that because if that's one thing that Vita Vea is really good at, he's actually getting creating separation of his block and getting into his gaps very well. So, um, with Bayadish coming back, it's always going to be a plus. Where whereas he's going to be able to withstand Vea like like he did in week one, um, that's a question. But when you look at the course of the year, Bayadish has definitely improved game after game after game this season. Yeah. Before the injury, so um, very, very interesting to see if we can get that continuity back up and running the game with a new O line and actually uh, really wear down this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. <sighs> yeah, I mean that's the thing is like everyone likes to do the whole like we're better on paper than them thing. They still have a good defense. They have a lot of those guys that like cause issues for a lot of people in this league and they keep the bucks in the game so that, you know, Tom Brady can do Tom Brady things and come back. So you're really going to have to, <laughs> I hope that they keep it simple this week. Like, let's not get cute. You know, we both hate that. Yeah. If there's one saying, and this goes to with a, with anything I do, it's like the le- less is more approach, the, the less complicated, the more effective it can be. Yeah. I so, mean, we've seen that time and time again where, you know, just the simple things that, like, make this team run, like, are effective. And then when they try to do, like, the backward pass, blah, 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 like, whatever, and they just fall flat. <laughs> like, let's not do that. Let's go ahead and just nip that in the bud. No, thank you this week. Yeah, I totally Ready. agree with you. Totally yeah. agree. Like, I've... And it's not just like us, it's like within pretty much all of Cowboys Nation are really not a big fan of the whole cute plays because they like nine times out of ten they don't work. It's like the more simplified that Kellen does things, the more effective we notice to how well we can play. And sorry, my dog's in the background just shaking his booty about. I mean, you can always expect a dog cameo on this podcast, so that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like the dogs. It's not just the world's team. It's the dogs team as well. It really is. I hope you know what. I hope <laughs> the team has some, some dog in them this week. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. I just like. I just really hope Dallas, in the right mindset, turns up because the only team is going to beat Dallas is ourselves. Really, that's our. We are our own worst enemy. Look, we have proven that this year alone. That we can we can beat anyone. We beat the Eagles. We've beat the Vikings. We've pretty much had the most wins against teams above five hundred. Yeah. Uh, and and games that we should have lost. You would you would expect 
just by based on team records and how other teams are playing, you would expect to absolutely dominate these guys, i.e. the Texans, the Jags, um, even the Colts, even though we did dominate in terms of the scoreline, but the, those first three quarters were just absolutely just, uh But that fourth quarter, yeah, if we can play that, that fourth quarter against the Colts all game round, then great. Yeah, no, you're, you are very correct about that. Um, it's just like, I think the inconsistency just really makes people really worried. Blood, it boils my blood at times. <laughs> I think like, it boils a lot of people's blood, um, including Micah Parsons. I'll say that much. Um, he's, agreed. he's been pretty open this week. He's gotten himself into a little, some uh, bullet, bullet, not bullet. What am I trying to say? Bulletin board material? I don't know. <laughs> Notification board. He's got stuff to be mad about this week, apparently. Mm. <laughs> I don't blame him. Because, uh, like, let's be honest, that display last week was just not good enough. So, no. and if we're expecting to go into this game against Tampa Bay and expecting to fit to it, then you're long mistaken. Like, don't get me wrong, Tampa Bay have their own problems as well. Brady's been very inconsistent himself, but when the teams are right, like he will step up and still manage to get the win. And we're seeing all the NFL pundits and analysts out there, the majority of them are picking Tampa Bay for this game. And and, and I can see why though. Like because yeah. you just don't know what Brady's capable of. Like he will turn it up when he needs to, but whether we show up, that's the biggest question. And that seems to be a lot of other people are saying. It's like, will Dallas actually show up? If they do, then yeah, they will win. But we just need to put a big, massive question mark on Dallas right now. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's really nothing we can do or say to make them show up. Um, They are... (laughs) I will say, there was a really good showing of Cowboys fans in Tampa the last time I was there, which is season opener of 2021. Um, so I do hope that they will have some support down there um, or enough of it at this game. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I know a good few people are going to the game already. So oh, good. Yeah, so I'm pre- pretty jealous, but hey-ho. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah, and I – I had a Brianna Dix on uh, girls talking boys yesterday. Um, She really gave us a like behind the curtain look at, you know, how this, the offense and defense run. And obviously she thinks that the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win too. Um, I don't know if I disagree or agree with her. I could, I could literally talk myself into us winning or losing at any point of the day. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. See, I am very mixed mixed right now it's just it just really depends how we turn up like i obviously i'm going to say we're going to win but i do have that doubt in the back of my mind is like is dad going to show up is parsons going to show up is our wide receivers going to be on point like is our running game going to be established like all those be um components to build your team are they all going to be functioning as effectively i've got my white sage here to, so I can sage my jersey again. Uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, what in the earth is that? I have, I have a navy jersey. We are wearing navy. Oh yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> oh no. I'm going to uh, sage my jersey again. It brought Dak better health in the past. That was totally the only reason why. Absolutely, it was all me. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, um, there are two superstitions going into this game it is the navy jerseys and it is the grass mm-hmm. how do you feel about this superstitions wise freak, definitely freak me out to be honest yeah um i'm not particularly thrilled about it if, I, if anything i'd rather prefer just wearing a normal home jersey to be honest but it is what it is but hey ho <laughs> I really don't really have much else to add on that. I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I just don't like this, these superstitions. I think I'm just, it just gives me. I don't a... like them either. It's, but everyone always are like, look at the numbers every time they wear the navies. I'm like, I can pick out a couple of times where they wore navies and they did yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're, and I think they're wearing the white pants. Is that right? Uh, I believe so. I mean, that's a pretty like good look. Top to bottom. Yeah, I prefer them than the the type of aqua blue, whatever it is, the type yeah, of teal. Yeah, more silvers. I like yeah. the white with that a lot better. I think they're gonna I look pre- they're gonna look good. I hope that translates to playing good. It doesn't always. Yeah, what if they have the white helmet with the navy jersey and the white pants? Then that would look pretty sick. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna wear the white helmet. Um, I'll probably have the classic on if I had to guess. Yeah. But you know what? We'll see. Yeah, we just have to find out, won't we? Oh, man. Yeah, so we both, you know, we're talking about before we got on here um, that they are practicing on uh, grass. Um, 
this is Thursday, or sorry, Friday, the time of our recording. Um, so, you know, getting acclimated to the grass situation, I think that has been drilled into everyone's brain this week, um, is the, what, we're one in four on grass this year. Yeah, I think, what was our, our only win was against Cincinnati in the grass, right? We played Cincinnati at home. At home, sorry. Oh, I thought we played away. I don't know why I thought that. Who was the, who was the team we beat then? Well, now I'm going to have to do... Oh, do God. I, like, I, I know the stat. I just don't know like who we beat. Let me see. Dallas Cubs. Um, either way, like... Yeah, just a matter, really. With that being drilled in to everyone's yeah. like dreams um, this week, I hope, you know, and whatever, if the players want to get superstitious, they want to get superstitious. I'm sure they're fine. Oh, was it uh, the Titans game? That's the one. That's the one. It was the most recent win. At least we're at least we're actually on a better route on to winning more games closer to the playoffs. But then again, we did lose to Jacksonville. I mean, um, that game was uh, still butt though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, um. Yeah. It's it is really hard to be very pumped up for this weekend. I'm finding it really hard to be. I mean, I will say, like, I we've obviously talked about this already like not to like repeat myself 5,000 times but you know with a strong start going into the playoffs last year it ended in a loss so like that's not to say that just because they've been you know floundering a little bit at the end of the year that they can't turn around and like because okay so this is something Brianna said that the Bucks are um taking into this game and I think it they would the Cowboys would be well to do that as well um they're saying this is the start of a new season right now. And like just erase the last, the rest of the season, erase all that stuff. Just go into the focus of this is your one game. This is your one season. Here you go. You you start like zero, zero right now. Uh, Like play your conscious type of way. Like just like clean slate it. Like just don't think of, don't think about it as a playoff game. Think of it as a game. You just need to win in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, I totally agree. Like, if people can just get so less in doubt saying, oh, it's a playoff game, the nerves might kick in, cannot rise to the occasion examples and stuff like that. So I can totally get that. It's, it's a lot of mental game is really needing this. You, you need to have a good, clear mind and not think about the situation that you're in and just do go out and do your job properly. And that's all we need to hope for, really. Yep, and I guess we're gonna we're gonna find out on Monday night. That's gonna it's kind of fun that we're playing on Monday night, but it's also like a little nerve wracking because we're the only game that day. So um, we'll see how all of that goes. Um, Sorry, my headphones just completely died on me there. No, you're good. Uh, I was just saying, uh, playing on Monday night is a is a little bit of a nerve-wracking oh yeah and that's another thing that sucks for me though especially us in the uk we're going to have to watch this game at two o'clock in the morning on a monday night monday tuesday morning i forgot about that no no oh honestly i'm so annoyed it's like why can't we just have it like it's part of the normal schedule either the saturday or the sunday like a nice respectable time and no, they want to prime time it they want the ratings they want to show it off and that kind of screws the pooch for everybody across outside of the states. 
Because like I keep saying, it's not just America's team, it is the world's team, it is the most viewed NFL team in the world. People will tune in, but by God, my sleep deprival is going to be off the roof. I am not going to sleep for days after this game. You may need to call in sick for Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. probably. I recommend that to anybody that is uh, watching from across the pond. I'll write you a uh, an absence note. Whatever. <laughs> that would be great. I'm sure. I'm sure my, no, my yeah. Your bosses will be thrilled. It'll be fine. Um, like, <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. Whatever. Get back to work. Like who the? <laughs> <is that>? Um. <laughs> yeah. So that adds an extra layer for you guys over there. Um. I hope you have like a little bit of a support group chat for staying up those nights. Yeah. It's called coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that is important. That yeah, that's the that's the name that's that's the name of the group. <laughs> the coffee group. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, best of luck. We'll we'll all be rooting for you two as well. I <laughs> uh, like God. My eyeball. I can't even. I can't even process to even think how this game is going to be like when I'm watching it. God, I probably like, be half asleep trying to get myself drinking Red Bull and coffee and all sorts just to try and stay awake. Yeah, I'm taking a nap. I probably could, but that means I'm going to be suffering the next day, like a couple of hours later on. I'm going to be struggling during work. Fair. I don't. I don't know the answer. You, you're the professional. It's a, it's a lose lose situation for me, really. Yeah. Like, like the, the only way I can really get around this is by actually moving my butt back to the states at some point. So yeah, that's, that's still on. That's still ongoing. No, that's still ongoing. Keep the uh, UK Cowboys fans and all the Cowboys fans across. The ocean, keep them in your thoughts as they uh, hold it down <laughs> early, early in the morning. Uh, <laughs> or late at night, depends on how you look at it. Um, tell me who you um, who you need to have a good game for us to win. Dak Prescott. Ooh, stunning. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> really, really love that Sean Connery, though. No, that's, that's the quote with the um, girls from House of Dragons, where they're like, um, a Negroni spagliato with Prosecco. Oh, stunning. <laughs> how, have I, how, how have I not remembered that? It went viral as all things viral over here so i'll send it to you but um yes please do it is it has become a very serious part of my vernacular i can't stop saying it so when i say that that's what i what i'm talking about um and but yeah but yes yeah, sorry uh, yeah um that yeah. that prescott um he needs to turn around his performances because obviously the 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 knives are coming out for him right now obviously there's a lot of fans frustrated with him with the whole interception rate Etc. Etc. And obviously that game there against the Commanders did not help him at all with the fans right now, right? But in retrospective, again, Dax actually had a very decent season as well. Like, but people kind of use this now. Like, I've seen a few people use the the a uh, comparison. It's like, don't forget, Brett Favre was also an interception machine as well. But people don't complain about him. I mean, so, people do complain about him, but. For but, other but, reasons. But, but, <laughs> but, I know, but, but since we, when you yeah. look back, no, people will say, oh, 
But everyone's like, oh, Brett Favre is one of the greatest of all times. And it's like, well, okay, then if that's the case, then when it's like, surely the dice really is on a projection of being great, being amongst the elite, surely. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with Dak to keep in mind is, you know, what if he were to win this game and, you know, go on to have a good run in this playoff, um, I think a lot of that stuff is alleviated, but then they're, everyone's going to move the goalposts again. So if he gets one thing down and like, what if he doesn't throw an interception in this game and they win and then it's going to be, well, he can't make it to the NFC championship. And it's like, okay. Yeah. The only, like, I think the, the, the only way from Dak's perspective to really shut up every negative Cowboys fan out there is to actually win the Super Bowl. No literally, that's the only way. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> way he so can terrible. really do it. I know, and it sucks. Like, and that's the problem. Being the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, you're going to get that extra heat from yeah. all angles, from the mainstream media to the fans, with the high expectations, with the top tier stadium, top tier training facility. Like, you've got everything there on the plate to become the best you can be, but yet we still cannot be winning the Super Bowl despite of all the the grounds, the, the facilities, and the staff that we've got. So. Um, it's frustrating. It can be frustrating. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just like people do that with. That's why the Tony Romo argument still like wages on to this day. It's like if they don't win a Super Bowl, then they're not good. And I, you guys, I, I just want everyone to like think about it for a minute. It's very hard to win a Super Bowl. Just so we're clear. Absolutely. Don't forget, backup quarterbacks have actually won Super Bowls as well. You don't like yeah, Nick Foles. Well, yeah, exactly, and. um I mean, I'm just trying to think of other examples out there as well. But but when you look at back, look look at it as well. It's like over the years of some of the teams that don't deserve to win a Super Bowl, but they yeah, have. Yeah, and like I'll fully admit my Dak um, bias here. Like I really like Dak as a person. I like him as our quarterback, and I do defend him a lot. I will also criticize him a lot. So don't come into me in my mentions and tell me that. I'm just a Dak Homer, okay? <laughs> and like, and, and vice versa. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> like, like, I get it. There, he's not perfect. I'm very aware. <laughs> like, so it's funny that you mentioned Tony Romo, mind you. Do you remember back in the day, people were always saying the exact same things they're saying to saying about Dak right now, but now they're wishing, oh, we should get. To- I wish Tony never retired. I'm like, ah, make your mind, make <laughs> your goddamn mind. Do you want Romo? Do you want Dak? Make your mind. Like honestly, like I'm just like this is what someone had this team, he'd win. Okay, ex- sure. I'm like, come off it, really. <laughs> you don't like, know that. Like, and, and, and here's another question as well. So, who would you bring in as of right now who is available to replace that? The answer is no one. Like no one. Who, who is out there better than Dak Prescott right now that it can be available or actually trade for right now? There's actually no one right now. The Dak haters are like my least favorite part of this fan base. If you are a Dak hater, yeah. I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't vibe with you. That's just. It, just I would, I wouldn't say it's a Dak hater. I'd say it's a starting quarterback hater. Fair. Because even people, the same people saying are a backup QB is really bad. Talking about Cooper Rush, they even talked about it with um all the other previous quarterbacks as well and stuff like that. So um, you just you just can't win. Like people are, what's that quote from uh, the Dark Knight? 
it's the Joker. It's like everyone just wants to see the world burn. <laughs> That's yeah. from, that was that was from the great Michael Caine in that movie. Yeah, you're not wrong. Was, yep, some people just want to see the world burn. That I mean, so much. obviously, we want Dak to play well. I think my bold prediction, and not that I, not that anyone asked, is that he's gonna, <laughs> he'll get a uh, running touchdown, a rushing touchdown. I'm going to say Tom Brady's going to get sacked three times, and he's going to lose the rag with his O line. Ooh, stunning. <laughs> Stunning. Um, I think the person that I'm really looking at to have a killer game this week is gonna be. Hmm, I'm teetering between Micah and D Law. I need them to cause some chaos because you have to you have to do what you did at the beginning of the year. You have to keep um, the Cowboys in it, no matter what. If we're like if we're running away with it, which I don't think we're going to, like mm. keep us close so that like Dak can do what he has to do and win the game at any given point. Um, just like they're gonna try to do that with Brady and like Brady's Brady. So like let's let's show him what Dak can really do. Hopefully, obviously we want Dak to have a good game, but um I think the defense is gonna be key as well. So I think- Hear me out in this one. Hear me yeah. out. I, f- I think our key player is going to be Donovan Wilson. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Because you know what he's like. He'll make these different reads. He'll probably come running down to the lane of scrimmage and actually make a play down there. He can actually drop back in coverage and stuff like that and make the big hits. So I think he'll be on focus looking to see what Brady's doing in this whole game. So I think Donovan Wilson is going to be one of our key players in this game. I like it. Picasso. Mm. Um. Also, CD Lamb has to do CD Lamb things. Yeah, I'm especially sorry. My dog's just starting to annoy me that he wants to go outside. By the looks of it, <laughs> he's already been and he's already been out. So I don't know why he's pure pestering me there. He just wants but, to cuddle. Yeah, the, well, he is a big suit. But um, what was I saying there? Um, I said CD Lamb needs to do. CD ah, yeah. Yeah, like especially with the circumstances how T- Tampa Bay right now are with their safety position right now. Mm-hmm. Three of their safeties are being in the, the injury reports right now. Some of them are limited. Some of them are uh, have been full practice, but it's still something to keep a, keep an eye out. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, another person who's going to have to have a decent game is Nation Wright. Yeah, our secondary corner. Yep, I totally, I totally agree with you, Chris. If that's one thing that we are are our weakest right now is our um, not so much Trayvon, but on the other side of the ball, who our secondary cornerback is, because obviously with the Trayvon Mullins, that experiment did not work personally. Yeah. So, and we've also brought in Xavier Rhodes. We don't know if he will go in and get um go, go in rotation with Noshon or what. We don't know, but. Yeah, whoever um, it is in that uh, CB2 spot, like, Brady's coming for you, so... Yeah, and we know... And we, have, and it's going to be very predictable, to be honest. Yeah. Like they're, they're going to target that all day long. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, where they're playing to and who they're playing on. Like, are, are you going to have them travel with guys? Or are they just going to, you know, be out in zone? I don't really know. Um, that is for Dan Quinn to decide, but <laughs> um, we'll we'll just hope for the best there. 
Brady's either way, Brady's going to see where that guy is and he's going to go there. So Mike Evans, uh, Godwin, mm-hmm. there's a Russell Gage. Yeah. There's a lot. Julio <laughs> Jones. Yeah. Julio Jones. There's a lot of weapons that he has at his disposal and, and, you know, he's down a center, like a starting center. Um, but this man gets the ball out quickly. So like, yeah, it doesn't have to be a it doesn't have to be a gunslinger. Like if there's one thing that Tom Brady has been very good for his whole career has been actually being very controlled and making the short range passes. Like it's those wee passes that actually help win new games as well. It doesn't always have to be the big forty yard drop pass to whoever your your deep wide out. Doesn't always have to be because when you look at over Brady's career, even at New England, who was it? Uh, Julian Edelman, like him and Edelman, like, was all short range, and even with his tight end to run Kelsey, you're talking about 10, 12, 15 yards up, up field, then after that, it's just, well, if, uh, running after carry, or running after the catch after that. Yep. I just sigh right here. I'm just going to Deep. I'm not let's not let's not be too down about it, Chris. Let's be yeah. honest. Like like if Dallas shows up, we're winning. We are gonna yeah. win. Like yeah. it's it's just a matter of our players to get in that right mindset, heal up quickly and focus on their job and just be as effective. And it's up to the coaches to be not as pretty and keep it nice, straight, simple, and cut. So I'm still gonna say we're gonna win. I'm gonna say we're we're gonna win. Dallas twenty six, Buccaneers seventeen. Uh, me and my sage stick right here say, "Go Cowboys." Because <laughs> the reason I'm saying that, I think Brett Maher is going to have a game of his life in this game as well. That's my other pro prediction. I'm saging this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, if, obviously. People listening right now, you can't see what actual Meg's doing right now. She's literally waving sage around about the camera. I'm lit it on fire. You have to smudge. Smells great. Everyone, go get a sage stick. Do it with me. If we're going to be superstitious about uh, the grass and the navy jerseys, then go get yourself a smudge stick. You got to do it. I I think when you really do think about it, though, Meg, the amount of superstitions there are against us, we're up against Tom Brady, who's undefeated against the Dallas Cowboys. We're up, we're away from home. We've got every single thing pretty much against our favor right now. All the pundits, all the uh, analysts out there, they're pretty much going against us as well. It's you would think we've got a zero chance going against this game. Yeah. But but I I really do have a strong belief that it's all smoke and mirrors. I really think we're going to throw in and actually maybe cause the biggest upset. I hope you're right. I also do think that the Cowboys are going to win. Um, I just have, call me crazy, I just have a lot of faith in Dak Prescott to lead this team. And um, you know what, Tom Brady, your time is coming. All right? Yep. Time to retire, old man. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, we definitely want to keep talking about this game. So be sure to hit us up on social media. I am at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. And Paul is. I am peace Stu on Twitter and Instagram as well. Yeah. Let's keep the good vibes going. We need the team to know that we're behind them. And even though we are scared, it's okay. 
it's okay to be scared, but as long as we actually, if we can just get in the first hit in there, then all things are going to go rolling. There we go. That's another thing. What? Is their affinity for trying to get the ball first and like punch them in the mouth and then they never do. Um, You know what? Not this time. This is a new season. It's over. Let's go. Yeah. Clear mind. Get the win. On to the next one. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose, baby. That's Friday Night Lights. Exactly. Yes, now we're talking. <laughs> I hope that got you a little bit hype. Um, so if you want to uh, doom scroll on our website, we have lots of uh, content out there that will tell you that we're going to win or lose. Who knows? Um, but you can check that out at bloggingboys.com and you can listen to us chat about the Cowboys every day of the week by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, also, let's see. What do we want to compliment Paul on this week? He has great facial hair. You should let him know. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know what? We'll uh, we'll see you on the other side. Once again, I'm left speechless, but hey-ho. Go Cowboys. <laughs> go Cowboys, y'all. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A.